You're listening to Financial Insights, a podcast that helps investors through the difficult maze of financial planning and saving for retirement. I'm Brian Ullman, and I'm a financial advisor and certified financial planner at Ford Financial Group. And together with some guests and other advisors at my firm, we're talking about the issues and questions relating to finance that face our clients every day. Welcome back to the podcast. Spring is in the air. We have Easter around the corner. We are just coming off, at least here in the Central Valley of California, coming off of a very nice spring weekend where we're getting back to things, uh, being able to be outside. Same can't be said of markets, however. In fact, last week, all U.S. markets declined, um, actually led uh, with the Russell 2000, the small cap index, which was actually the best performing index the week prior, was the worst performing index last week. And broad-based international markets gained marginal ground, but in the U.S., we didn't have uh, such great uh, such great results. In fact, uh, the S and P was down three quarters of a percent. Dow Jones down about half of a percent last week. Um, and as I mentioned, the Russell 2000, even though year to date still the best performing category or best performing index, um, really had a rough week, selling off more than two and a half percent. The real sluggish sectors last week, communication services. Uh, was the top performing, uh, but for the second week in a row, consumer staples, healthcare, uh, also finished the week higher. Really, it was financials, information technology, and real estate that lost ground last week. Energy also pulled back seven percent last week's last week, and was actually the major uh, detractor for the S and P five hundred. Um, and it had five consecutive down days as of last Thursday. So. Um, it, it's really kind of been an interesting up and down year uh, so far where January things were up until the end of the month and then February things were up until the end of the February and now things in, in March were up but still kind of I would say herky jerky a little bit uh, kind of uh, economically it was an interesting week last week the Federal Reserve concluded its two-day meeting on Wednesday really no surprises there as the Fed really upgraded its growth and inflation expectations Um but really, monetary policy was left unchanged with the Fed fund target rate remaining somewhere between zero and a quarter of percent and the asset purchase policy remaining at $120 billion a month in Treasury and mortgage-backed security purchases. Um, jobless claims spiked to a one-month high, interestingly. So weekly claims for unemployment insurance really rose to uh, 770000 uh, claims according to the U.S. Department of Labor. In addition, continuing claims fell for the ninth straight week to over 4.1 million. Also important last week is that retail sales dropped more than expected in February. Uh, we saw a 3% drop month over month, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, uh, well below the Bloomberg consensus. Um, and it, it really, it was, it was a, a drop more than was expected. Uh, there is some highlights, though, and that's in COVID-19 news, where according to Johns Hopkins, the U.S. reported 33,000 new COVID-19 cases as of Sunday, um, down 13% week over week. And really, new case growth remains more concentrated in northern states with cooler weather, with Michigan in particular seeing cases triple over the last month. Hospitalizations and death in the U.S. continue to decline, really thanks to the vaccination efforts. More than 20% of the population has received at least one dose of the vaccine. 
Uh, also, cases in Western Europe, excluding the UK, continue to climb, prompting several countries in the region to actually extend or increase restrictions on activities. So Europe is headed in a different direction than the US. Uh, and US clinical trials uh, find that the vaccine developed by AstraZeneca uh, are 97% effective in preventing COVID-19. Even though the vaccines come under some scrutiny by some European countries, uh, the results were actually better than expected. So we're moving the right direction when it comes to uh, to COVID and COVID in the U.S. So with a kind of update out of the way, let's let's talk a little bit about leading indicators. Uh, because leading indicators are a really important kind of component as we look forward, right? In, as investors, we're not so much worried about what just happened or maybe even what's happening at this very moment, but we're worried about what's coming in the future. And really, in almost every direction we turn, we see optimism mounting over a mid-2021 economic reacceleration. Uh, but unfortunately, it seems like we'll have to wait at least another month for that optimistic optimism to make its way into the leading economic indicators. Um, so the leading economic indicators are composite of 10 data points that tend to lead in changes in economic activity. Many economic data points are actually backward looking. So we pay special attention to the LEI or leading economic uh, index as it has a forward looking tilt to it. Um, and so there are um, kind of lagging economic indicators, coincident economic indicators and leading economic indicators. And on Thursday last week, the conference board re released its February 2021 report detailing the latest reading for the LEI or leading economic index. Uh, and the index grew for the 10th month in a row, up two-tenths of a percent month over month in February, a de decrease in the pace of growth from January, which is about half of a percent. Um, so while this print still suggests future economic growth is ahead, it really fell short of expectations that had begun to price in economic reacceleration on the back of improving vaccination trends. Uh, the, the conference board did make special note that factors which may prove to be transient or passing factors such as bad weather and supply chain disruptions affected several components of the index. And moreover, it stated that the recently passed $1.9 trillion fiscal stimulus plan, uh, plan uh, was likely not yet fully priced into the LEI value. But six of the 10 components grew in February, while three actually declined and one remained flat. Uh, average weekly initial claims for unemployment insurance, the ISM new orders index, and the interest rate spread led the way among positive contributors. Building permits, average weekly manufacturing hours, and average consumer expectations for business conditions detracted from the composites growth, and then manufacturers' new orders for non-defense capital goods, excluding, air excluding aircraft, actually was the one that held steady. I'm going to link to LPL's chart of the day in the notes, uh, and you'll see there that despite some small head fakes, the monthly change in the index has generally sloped downward since its initial bounce off of the 2020 lows. And, and this really signals that the index has been increasing at a decreasing rate as COVID-19 mitigation measures have prevented a full-fledged resurgence. I, I think really we expect this trend line to turn meaningfully upward 
once a durable reopening begins to to gain traction, uh, and the LPL chief market strategist Ryan Dietrich, I think, correctly noted that in recent months financial markets have been aggressively pricing in a strong second leg to the economic recovery, and so we're still waiting for much of the economic data to confirm the move. But really, we believe that it shouldn't be far off, given the extremely promising vaccination trends, large fiscal package that was just recently passed. It's really just a matter of when there's going to be a surge in U.S. GDP growth, not whether there will be a surge. So we continue to believe that vaccinations are the key to a sustained recovery and distribution trends that have been remarkably, uh, truly remarkable recently. The most at-risk segment of the population is largely vaccinated already at this point, and more people in the U.S. have been vaccinated uh, than have contracted the virus. So we now have three vaccines approved for emergency use authorization, and the president projects that we'll have enough vaccine supply for every adult American by late spring. Furthermore, we have increased confirmation that the vaccines appear to be effective at preventing transmission as well as symptoms. So while growth of variant strains really does present some risk, we really think that the overwhelming majority of evidence points towards a promising second leg of this economic recovery, which we believe justifies a tilt towards cyclical opportunities over defensive investments in portfolios. And we've constructed many of our portfolios with that in mind. And so it's disappointing that these leading this this index of leading economic indicators has been tepid. Really, um, it's still positive, but its its rate of positivity has slowed. Right when we first bounced up off the bottom, it was uh, a four percent monthly change, then a three percent monthly change, and a two, and now we're down to two tenths of a percent. So it's kind of leveled off. But that what's not priced in here is the true reopening. That's going to come as the vaccines continue to increase, as I've said. And then also, of course, the, the stimulus package that was just passed. And then maybe even if we get one, uh, the infrastructure spending package uh, also would have a tremendous impact uh, on the economy as we go forward. So it's hard this deep into things to remain patient. You know, it's it's Monday, the 22nd. And uh, tomorrow is the really the kind of one year anniversary of the bottom of the market or the beginning of the rebound, whether you look at the glass half full or half empty. Either way, um, things have been recovering, but we are still not there yet, right? All the kids aren't back in school. Everybody isn't back at their offices. All the restaurants aren't back open. So there's still a long way to go in this recovery. And I think that's uh, reflected a bit uh, with these LEI or the leading economic index numbers that we are seeing and maybe even a little disappointed by. So it's important that we kind of keep the faith because I think more, more recovery and more growth here is in store as we go through the balance of 2021. So I hope you found this helpful. My name's Brian Ullman. I'm a financial advisor here at Ford Financial Group. If you have questions, you can find us and find me on our website, FordFG.com. If you have an advisor here and you have a uh, question specific to your portfolio, you can email us at info at FordFG.com or email your advisor directly. And I look forward to talking to you next week. The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. 
Investment advice is offered through Ford Financial Group, a registered investment advisor and a separate entity from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein.